Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Egberto Wills, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, where are all of my people? Where are all of my people? They are not all here, but we are going to have a great show today. Today is Ali Belshi Day. Because I tell you what, I was doing some research to, uh, on, on the program and I ran across something, a couple of things that I did in 2017. And I tell you what, I, I, I've listened to the video and I'm like, oh my God, this is still apropos. We need to listen to this for the 2024 election. We have to remember there are the two videos that I selected and there are a lot of Ali Velshi videos that Ali Velshi must be darn good at what he does. If I, if I select his videos that many times and I didn't realize how often I selected the, the, the videos that Ali did to critique uh, based on what the mainstream media is doing and the critique on Brother Bel Velshi has always been great because this guy has been so complete in his economic analysis, in his social analysis, in his social justice analysis from the work that he did out there in Minnesota and these other places. Uh, I, I went, I, I just, I just went on an alley kick just, and like, I didn't realize I did so many videos on Ali Velshi. So anyhow, I picked out two of them that were kind of apropos with some of the subjects that I wanted to cover today that uh, from some to build on some articles from Common Dreams. But I, I tell you what, it is it is an important thing that we we actually relook at these videos, not just because of the past, but because of the future and all of the things the Republican politicians and other neoliberals are going to attempt in changing the makeup of Congress and further eroding the, the, the ability of progressives to give America what America says it wants. But somehow, because of great psychological insight from the plutocracy and the wards of the plutocracy continuously over and over and over again, vote against your own interests. One other thing, one other thing, one other thing that I need to mention is that um, we crossed yesterday 25,000 YouTube subscribers, not, not PDR Posse subscribers, but just subscribers, meaning people that hit the subscribe button who wants to get, uh, you know, get, get our videos at their leisure. So we, you know, just yesterday we crossed 25,000 and that was because of the, the, uh, one of the, um, videos we did with uh, Chuck Todd, that great work that Chuck Todd did. Imagine I'm saying that, Chuck Todd. I, uh, Chuck Todd brought me over 25,000 uh, subscribers with the great work that he did against Jim Jordan. Imagine if Chuck Todd became the, uh, the, the mainstream media, the broadcast media's Ali Velshi. Imagine that. If Chuck Todd could become Ali Velshi of the mainstream media, of the broadcast media, it would be great. I am trying to get to 100,000, and you know how I'll get to 100,000? If you guys can share my stuff, and we, if we get to 100,000, we will cross that, that trigger that gives us a solid live audience. Right now, most of our audience is not live, but at 100,000, 
we can really start massaging to get a a, a more a, a more active um, uh, live audience. But I tell you one thing though, you guys that are that brought me here with this particular membership that you guys have. The ones that are here day in and day out. I'm talking about Michael Rodden. I'm talking about Eric Hayes. I'm talking about Bridge MCP. I'm talking about Lee Grant. I'm talking about Bruce Pollard. I'm naming you as I scroll up. I'm talking about uh, Ken Masestaki. Uh, I am talking about May Wood. All of you guys are will always be the stars. The PDR Posse. Uh, what do you call those? The the first the first the people that always come into your domain first. Uh, I, I don't remember what it's called, but you guys will always be the heroes that that allowed this stuff to keep going. And I'm talking about E2247 as well. So you guys are the stars of making the PDR Posse who the PDR Posse is. And I love that it's a plethora of people from ethnicities to political ideologies to we have left wingers, right wingers, our uh, Asians, white, black, Caribbean, Latino, everything in our mix. We are our mix here as we discuss and discourse. We are America. And that's what I want to see in America. I want to see a whole bunch of people in America. You don't have to think alike. You don't have to eat alike. You don't have to like all the same things. But we are all brothers and sisters. And the genuine thing. And the early adapters, I love that AVQ, early adapters. You guys are the early adapters. You guys are the premieres. You guys are all of that, all of that. But like I said, I want to see us. I want to see us where we don't have to agree, but we can just care. For, I love that, Bruce. We need to care about each other. And Bruce is so right about that. Hey, by the way, this is a new um, a, a new. Uh, t-shirt that I got. I'm searching for companies who do the um, embroidery. And this one is a nice embroidery, but for some reason, I am still working with the green screen. So I, I got to change the color because it seems like it it has, it has a, a function of green that I can't get out. So we'll talk about that. Anyhow, let's start with the program. Uh, of course, we have our great Michael Rudnin who brought us. He says he's taking his mom for routine doctor's appointment tomorrow afternoon. Have a family get together that day after. And my 40, you're 48? So after today's show, more likely see you next Monday. We will absolutely miss you, my brother. I guarantee you. But damn it, I, I, you know, in my mind, you are 35. You know, I don't know, Michael. In my mind, you, I always see you as, I've got your picture, right? And anytime I see you, I see 35. So evidently you're eating the right foods, brother. Anyhow, let's go with what Mike, Michael, uh, uh, Michael Rudden started with. Common dreams. Pfizer, Pfizer record shattering $100 billion in revenue denounced is sickening. Julia Caskill, policy co-leader of the People's Vaccine Alliance, said in a statement, in one year alone, Pfizer revenue has exceeded the total health expenditures of more than 100 countries combined. It is where a country, Pfizer would sit in the wealthiest third of the nation states. And it has amassed this fortune while jacking up prices on COVID-19 vaccines amid a pandemic that has devastated people's livelihoods. Put simply, Pfizer has plundered health systems for profit. Caskill continued, 
Billions of people in developing countries still cannot access affordable COVID-19 medicine. Companies like Pfizer are gobbling up over greater proportions of health budgets and handling the spoils to wealthy shareholders, all while treating access for developing countries as little more than a PR initiative. We cannot go on like this. Globally, more than 2,600 people are dying from COVID-19 each day on average, according to the world in data. Just over 26% of people in low-income nations have received at least one coronavirus vaccine, those as Pfizer and other pharmaceutical giants refused to make their vaccine technology available to all, even though it was developed with the help of government funding and scientific advancements. The way big pharma acts boldly to price gouge, crush competition through block, blocking generics and profiteering seems to be a mostly American problem as most other wealthy nations have sorted out their universal healthcare systems while poor nations struggle to get what should have been made widely available over the years. I talked about this last week several times at our um, KPFT 90.1 FM uh, show. And I want to mention this in detail, brothers and sisters. Yesterday, I pointed out that there are some industries in America that we need to nationalize. And I gave good reasons for it. And of course, the, the super free marketeers came, a couple of them, because most of the people after I gave my explanation, even those who disagreed after I gave the explanation, actually concurred that in fact, if the, like I like I explained in the healthcare industry, this, the the most of the patents started out with government grants. That is not up for debate, and as such, they, the the uh, pharma companies took what would have likely be winners or partial winners. I also explained that given that uh, a drug companies work on a pro, pro, for profit modal, it also means that rare diseases don't get research, rare diseases don't get any kind of involvement unless the government get involved. And when the government gets involved and find a likely solution, meaning university grants, etc., what then happens is the drug companies buy up these patents, they take these patents, and start charging you what they charge for certain kind of drugs. If you doubt me, ask our brother in the room, uh, Bruce Pollard, how much the drugs that he is using cost. Ask uh, several people. I gave the, the information on a partic for solving Alzheimer's that doesn't even really work all that well. Over $50,000 a year to support that drug. I mean, what we're talking about, then you look at the profits of what the, the Common Dreams talked about with Pfizer, their ridiculous $100 billion in revenue coming because these governments are buying all these products from them at an elevated price, even though we put it together. People, we have to start getting not docile. We have to start getting serious about electing people who are going to do what's right by us. We need to nationalize uh, the pharmaceuticals and nationalize the energy companies and have the pharmaceutical companies of today simply be the marketers of, of the, the product and we pay them a fee to get it distributed, but we own it. We could have very humongous reduced prices. And for those who say, well, we won't have innovation in drugs. I want to remind you of something very important. The people who profit from the drugs that are made are not the designers, the creators, the engineers of the drugs. The people who invented it, the people who thought about it, 
they are not the ones that get rich. It's the Wall Street capital folks who get rich. So whenever they tell you, whenever they tell you that if you nationalize certain things like pharma, you will stifle innovation, it is a lie because the truth of the matter is innovation does not come from capital. Capital can facilitate innovation, but innovation come innately from all of those that are engineers and scientists who just love to innovate. And it is the capitalists who monopolize on the innovators. I really want you to put this in our minds. It is so important. It is so very important that we understand the concept. I love free enterprise. I love the type of capitalism for things we don't need. I love capitalism when capitalism is going to have a pizza shop. I love capitalism when capitalism is going to have the shoemaker. I love capitalism when capitalism is going to have those exotic plants that we have for products that we make. That's a great place for capitalism. That is where you will get true free enterprise. That is where you will get, this is where you will get true competition. But if you must have something, if you must have healthcare, if you must have that drug, if you must have something, then there is no option for real competition. Because even as we have many drug companies, realize what happens with drug companies. One drug company makes this drug, another drug company makes the other drug. They Each of them get a patent that prevents one from doing the other. There is no competition there. For 17 years, there is no competition. And worse than there not being competition on any particular drug that solves a problem. And of course, these drugs generally start with the federal government giving a grant. Even though you don't get competition there, even after 17 years, read my Clarinex versus Clariton story in my book. Uh, which one of my book? I think it's in my book, How to Make America Utopia, because that's what they do. They do everything to turn drugs into capital, not make drugs to heal. It's more drugs for capital, not drugs to heal. Continuing, we have New York from another one from, from Brother Rudnan says, New York Daily News. Manhattan DA presenting evidence to grand jury about Trump's role in Stormy Daniels' hush money. Please read that one online because we have too much to cover and I don't want to get into that, that stuff, but very important one from Rudnan. Stanford University, third one. Stanford University uh, finds Earth, -like, uh, Earth likely to cross critical climate threshold even if emissions decline. I saw that. A two degrees centigrade possibility. We must do better. Please read the article that Brother Rudden uh, faithfully researched as well. And he also says, I recommend follow-ups after the show from Breaking Points and Bo of the Fifth Column. I will take a look at these. I'll repeat these near the end of the show. I appreciate that. That, would, uh, that is actually helpful if you repeat your recommendations at the end of the show, Brother Rudden. And folks, please take a look at the links that Brother Rudden has placed in, this, in the thing. Maywood, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP is all Velshi videos, the ones from 2017. The ones that I'm doing today are from 2017. And the reason I hadn't seen them all along is I didn't have it on YouTube. I was using another video distributor then. And uh, so I, I cleaned it up and put uh, our piece on it. Yvette Avery Herod, our beautiful unionist, thank you for being here. Lee Grant, thank you for being here. Bruce Pollard, thank you for being here. Yes, I'm at 25K plus now. By the end of the day, I hope to be at 26K. We'll see. 
Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Lee Grant says, I remember when Ali Velshi introduced the phrase mostly peaceful protests into the political dialogue. Yes, and guess what? It was mostly peaceful protests until that guy in black, remember that guy in the black hood, came and started breaking windows and it turned out that he wasn't one of the protesters. He wasn't one of the protesters. And Ali, I actually wrote a piece to Ali on Ali when he did that. And I said, great, you know, great piece. I wrote a blog about it. And he responded to me directly. And he said, would you know that Fox News has looked at the same video clip that you clipped and says that it was not a peaceful demonstration? He sent me that message about 30 minutes after I posted the blog. Anyhow, um, continuing. Bruce Pollard says, because if it is Sunday, it is. I love you, Bruce. I love you, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, we are doing um, a fun drive starting on February 3rd. So I think I will be in fun drive on Monday. Let me know, please, if you'd like to come into the studio and be my wing person on asking for money. I On the 10th, I'm going to have the mayoral candidate in, but I'd love to have you if, you, if you're up to it on Monday. I'd love to come and pick you up. Let's let's um, let's go ahead and decide if we want to head out to the studio and um, to the studio together. Uh, let's see what else we got here. E2247 says, hello, relatives. Today's visit's going to be the greatest day ever. Well, thank you so kindly, my dear Eric. I mean, my dear E2247. Eric A says, this is a fun, addicting place you have here. Well, thank you, brother Eric. You are an integral part of us being here, brother Eric. Maywood says, my brothers and sisters are liking it. Of course, Maywood, we are brothers and sisters. AVQ says, I wonder what would you call early adopters, starters? Better than starters. Come on, give me some other words, guys. Yes, I noticed the, the shirt, Egberto Willis, but yep, green screen. Yeah, I got to fix it. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try another color because what I want to do is all, all you great, you big donors, you know, our, our bridge MCPs, our, 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 Al, our um, Lee Grants, our uh, Michael Rudnan, our, I want to send you guys a, an embroidered shirt, but I got to get it right and, uh, you know, uh, and, and so forth. Because you guys are always there for politics done right. Bruce Pollard, I need to get you guys a shirt for, um, uh, for just always being there with your super chats and your this and your that. And, you know, I really appreciate that you guys keep us going. Couldn't do it without you. Bruce Pollard said, usury is a cardinal badness. Oh man, you, sell, you, you know economics for using that word usury. I spoke to a neoliberal, well, a more progressive, but he's still a bit neoliberal um, economist. You guys, I had him on the show and he was, that's exactly what he was talking about. We're becoming just usury, right? Uh, rental. We are just going to be a rent society. In other words, the average American not being able to own anything based on where we're heading. Good one. Uh, Eric Hayes says, last week, Project Veritas dropped another video, this time showing Jordan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations. On you know, if it comes from Veritas, please don't expect me to read it because that is made up stuff. Okay? Don't expect me to read it. Because they take videos, they cut it, they slice it. I can make a video say anything. If you look at the videos that I cut, even though I cut them up because I want for time purposes and so we can do more, I try to never get the context wrong, even of the person that I disagree with. If you want, if you doubt that, 
take a look at the video I did yesterday with Jim Jordan and, and, and uh, Chuck Todd. Notice how much of Jim Jordan's wordage I left in there because I, want, I didn't want to misalign what Jim Jordan was actually saying. So I try to shorten a video, I try to cut a video, but I don't try to lose the context of either side when I make the video. That's not what Veritas does. When they cut the video, they cut it to tell only their story. Can you eat or drink healthy and not take so much drugs? Yes, 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 you can. Why is it that we are told just take this pill for everything? You know, my daughter says that. I say that. My, uh, my wife, for some reason, thinks a pill solves everything. But a lot of folks that I hang with, we are really trying not to be like I, I'm, I'm mostly vitamins, brother. The only pills I've had to take now are my blood pressure pills. Now, if something goes wrong with me, that may end, but who knows? Uh, Bruce says, I went today after a 150 milligram infusion that in the hospital bills, 50K for Medicare and my gap insurance pays 70K. So there are 20K. That is a shame. $70,000. Oh, no, no, no. Medicare and my insurance pay 20K. So far, hospital has settled for that. In other words, 50K for your treatment, Medicare and, and your insurance pay 20K, and they say, okay, we'll eat the 30K. That just shows you the crookedness of it all. Nationalized basic food, it, it wouldn't be called nationalized basic food, Brother Grant. It would be called basic income. In other words, to ensure that everybody can survive. And I, I have programs with people who uh, did experiments on basic income. If you want, I'll play that on some other day. We actually have experiments that organizations have done with basic income and they actually show that it works. People don't just go and buy drinks or drugs or something. They actually make their families better. And a lot of them eventually don't need the basic income because they got the basic income as a launching pad. Unlike what the right wing talks about every time. Most people don't want to be dependent. Most people want to go out there and do something. They just want a helping hand to get them there. But the evil within the right-wing machine, and I'm not talking about my right-wing brothers and sisters, it's a machine that has trained many of my right-wing brothers and sisters to believe that most people want a handout. They don't get it. That's not it. Even people that are usually on the dole, when they, are, when they no longer have to fight a system to be on the dole and they learn that there is so much reward in doing things on your own. Like I tell you, even with what I'm doing here, staying up till three in the mornings, I went to bed at three this morning. Uh, you're tired as hell. You feel rewarded when you actually accomplish something. When I was doing software, uh, ComDRV, my, my signature product, uh, working 18 hours a day, debugging all of that, you're tired, but you feel that, and everybody, it, that is a euphoric feeling for everybody. Michael Rudden says, Egberto, do you have two minutes? Can you play this video? Uh, let's see, I hope it's not something that's gonna get me into trouble, brother. Let me go ahead and see what the video is, and uh, let me just see what the title is. Um, New Progress Against Muscular, oh, okay. Let, let, let's see if I can play that. Uh, let's see if I can play that for. Ah, oh, I love that one. I saw. I, I my daughter showed me that. You know, she's a medical chick. So let me go ahead and. Uh, I think I can do that one. I don't think the person who made it would get mad at me or give me a strike or anything like that. For. Uh, okay, actually, 
Um, I'm going to just play a little portion of it uh, because it's important. But let's go ahead and play this. I, I think this one makes sense. I'll go ahead and play this. Uh, Rudnan asked me to do this. And I'll play a piece of it and let's go. Well, sir, everything checks out. You're going to be just fine. Oh, that's great. What a relief. So you're all set to go. Okay. How much do I owe you? I'm sorry? For the visit. Do I pay on the way out or... No. Why would you do that? Oh, I just received health care. Do you need my mailing address? Do you want us to mail you something? Oh, you know, for the medical bill. I'm not paying anything today, so I can give you my address and you can mail me a bill later. <laughs> Usually I have a copay and a deductible and 20% coinsurance until I reach my out-of-pocket maximum, assuming insurance approves all my prior authorizations, so you know, I'm, I'm fine paying. All right, that's all I'm going to do. I love, I my daughter showed me this one, okay? And it is... That is how one goes to the doctor in Canada. That is how one goes to the doctor in Great Britain. That is how one goes to the doctor throughout the world, the first world. Okay? That is how they go to the doctor. They do not worry. I repeat, they do not worry about paying a doctor's bill, not because they are free loading or anything of that nature. But because it comes out of general funds, we all realize that medicine, right, should be a right. Healthcare should be a right. And that we all collectively serve each other's healthcare. And we all benefit from a healthy country. Uh, this stuff about charging $135 for a vaccine, that is going to leave a whole lot of people unvaccinated. And guess what unvaccinated people are going to do to the productivity of America? While uh, the, 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 the vaccine companies will continue to reap a big profit, no matter what, it'll hurt the entire nation. Because guess what? The drug, the, the, the virus doesn't know who it's infecting. Oh, you are somebody with insurance. You are somebody without. It infects everybody and it brings down the entire country. But one of the things about uh, capitalism, we said that individualistic nature of it is what is going to cause much of uh, its problems. All right. Continuing. I, I played that for you, Rudden. I hope you enjoyed that little clip. All right. We have uh, continuing, 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 continuing. Uh, Eric says, Rudnan and Atgers, let's meet and more vegetables. Let's eat more vegetables. I agree. All right. Eric says, guy in the hood was Antifa. No, he was not Antifa. It's already proven that he was not Antifa. Oh, madre mía, ¿qué pasa con esta gente? Welcome aboard, BL. Ali Velch is not progressive. He works for a big corporation. I don't have a problem with people working for big corporations. They have to eat. I have so much respect for those who work for big corporations and take the positions that Ali Velshi takes and is still able to hold on to their jobs. Because I'm sorry, we are still made up of humongous corporations, my brother. I don't, we need people on the inside and on the outside supporting the move to more a more egalitarian society with great social structures. Really, we do. All right, Jeff Ron, welcome to Politics and Right. He says, I have listened four times and want to support. I subscribed. Please contact me on how to send money. 
I surely will, sir. I appreciate you so kindly, Brother Round. I appreciate you so kindly. I will send you the information. Uh, but I, I tell you what, for starters, let me tell you that you can go to this address, HTTP, and this gives you all the methods of support. Uh, let's see, politics done, uh, politics, para ver, para ver, para ver, politics done right.com slash support. We have many, many different avenues of uh, to support. If you would go to uh, that web link, uh, let me put you in here. That's Jeff uh, Round. Please feel free to go to any one of those um, to support Politics Done Right. All right, there you go. Please go to that link. I think it's correct. Oh, no, the site could not be reached. I must have made a mistake in there. HTTPS. Ops, I made a mistake. Uh, let me fix that and, and come back with you. But anyhow, uh, we, we have to be, folks, um, what is the word that I'm trying to use here? We, first of all, we have to be our brother's keeper. Don't you forget that. We have to be our brother's keeper until we actually understand that concept. We will forever be begging. All right, here we go. All right, I, I just put it in there again, Mr. Brown. I just put it in there. I, I hope you see it. I'll, I'll send it to you personally as well through your YouTube channel. I think this stuff has the ability to do that. Oh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. I need to scroll back up because Jeff Brown, thank you so kindly for that super chat. I appreciate your support. Uh, and here is that link that I was telling you about that I'm putting out to you right now. And I just sent you that link. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's Thank you for that super chat, brother um, round. Really appreciate that. All right, uh, scrolling down to everybody else. And then we're going to get into the, L the, the Belshi videos. But I just want to, you know, I take care of you first. All right, Jeff Round says, BH, I'm on sell YouTube premium. Still can't find that. Facebook me if you can. Thank you very much again. All right. What else have I missed? I don't want to miss anybody's message here. Okay. All right. We got here. Lee Grant says, Project Veritas is a useful source of info. Great footage. Watch and use your own judgment. I hope you will use your own judgment whenever you see Veritas because they did a bad job when they got that person in trouble with the, with the, with the um, using parts from babies. They also caused, there's a big organization that used to register voters. They caught somebody doing something onto, uh, you know, a little bit sketchy and it, 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 it destroyed an entire organization that empowered people to vote. That's not a good thing. But if you think it is, we have to talk and have coffee. Uh, Michael Ronin says, I often wonder why unhealthy foods are cheap, but uh, healthy foods are expensive. Seems backwards, right? I tell you what, there's a lot of sense to it. And it's not, I, I think, when, when you think about it, I think because, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Unhealthy food, a lot of times tastes, tastes pretty darn good, but I'm not going to go there. I don't understand. If I came up with something off the top of my head, it was probably just that off the top of my head. All right. Right on time says it's called cynicism. Thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, Jeff Ron, thank you for the super chat. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, Julie, and you know, it's great. My posse all took care of Jeff Ron for us. Jeff, what you're going to see being a part of our team here is that we are a real PDR posse comprised of people of all ideologies, of all kinds. 
and we love we we sit down here we have great discourse we argue we discourse we debate all of that but the one thing is that people keep coming back we respect each other here uh let's see julie henderson says social security pays federal minimum wage 725 based on 2000 hours per year oh i thought social security paid more than that julie could i be wrong Bruce Pollard says, it's hard to find truly healthy foods regardless of your diet. True. Uh, we also have Michael Rudnan. What do you make of the news? Atmospheric dust has increased by about 55% since the mid-1800s. An analysis suggests uh, the increase in dust may have been up to 8% of warming from carbon emissions. That's interesting. Didn't know that. Uh, what else have we got here? Lee Grant says, so who pays the bill? Uh, you have to understand economics in this case, Brother Grant. They're, the money is there to pay the bills. What we don't understand is this. Let, let me give you. our The dollar, I'm going to give you a quick course in economics here. Our dollar is not based on anything like gold or anything. And I thought, I think anybody basing gold, uh, money on gold or platinum, it's a fool's errand. And let me, give, let me explain why. It's always been a figment of somebody's imagination. If I say X amount of ounces are back the dollar, what does that really mean? If I just have dollars and don't and, and don't have bread to feed you, if I or if I just have gold and don't have bread and don't have corn and don't have any of these things, it is useless. A piece of paper backed by a government that can defend it is no less valuable than having a piece of gold. The gold is a backward thinking mentality. All right, because gold in its own right has no different value than paper other than supposed scarcity of the entity. But that doesn't really mean anything if you have resources. So here's what I'm trying to say. Quick course in economics. As long as you don't have the shortage of anything, you can print as much money as you want and you don't and not get inflation. All right. I repeat, inflation only occurs on scarce resources. Here's how it works. If everybody needs oil and we don't have enough oil, then the person who has the most money is willing to pay the most amount of money for that oil. That's called inflation because it went from the base amount that it costed to what it costs now. Inflation. But if you don't have a shortage of any particular commodity or entity, you can print as much money to get that entity at a particular price. And a lot of people don't get that, right? A lot of people don't understand that. Inflation only occurs if there is a shortage of issues. And as such, a dollar can be printed over and over again until demand exceeds supply and then the representation of the purchase would then have to decrease in value so that again that person who will offer the more money for that particular commodity would win it's i mean a lot of people don't get that they think of the debt or the money that the united states have as like the debt that you have on a credit card it is not so at all you have been hoodwinked into believing that in fact, uh, economist uh, Clint, Clint uh, don't remember the name of the lady right now. She supports the, uh, the theory, the um, MMF, uh, 
money, money something theory, MMT. She supports the MMT theory. She points out for some time, we had a six, this 600 and something billion dollars slack in our economy. And guess what? Even the inflation today, it shows that, and, and I'm not talking about trillions over years like we do. Because remember, that one point something trillion dollar uh, bill that we passed was over 10 years. So that's, over, that's an extra 130 something billion dollars a year, right? The real thing here is that she calculated we had a $600 billion slack in our economic system. Money, uh, money market theory, money, uh, what, something theory. But anyhow, that's what she figured out. We had a slack in the economy, which means we could print that much more money without inflation. But that is assuming you didn't have gouging and crookery or you didn't have a COVID that messed up with a supply chain, right? Now, as soon as the supply chain got fixed, inflation dropped. It ended, right? But we never stopped the port of inflation caused by gouging. And Congresswoman that I love, Katie Porter, she pointed out that half of the inflation at its highest was caused by gouging by corporations, and you can calculate that gouging based on the increase in profit they're all reporting right now. Please, folks, please understand these concepts because that is how they get us. They have us believing that the national budget, that the national debt and all these issues have some relationship to your credit card. It does not. It does not at all. I wish we all taught basic economics in school. Julie Henderson says, my two-bed apartment was $145 a month in 1980. It's 14000 I mean, 1450 a month now, 10 times more. And we didn't have your pay increase by 10 times. It is so important that we understand these economic concepts. Then they can't hoodwink us. Uh, Rudnan says most of our countries have universal healthcare systems, whether by nationalized healthcare or some form of single-payer government program. Reply, and he then says the catch is a higher tax rate, which would still be less than what you currently pay for insurance, co-pays, deductibles, premiums, and prescription drugs. He's absolutely right. And lastly, he said there are usually waiting lists for elective procedures and other non-essential medical services, but it's not like we don't have those here. Right here, when my wife wants to make an appointment with a specialist, she can wait up to a month. Uh, the American healthcare system is an anomaly on the world stage. We pay more and get worse outcomes. I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and play the video, uh, the healthcare video with Ali Velshi right now, and then I'll come back and continue these because I want, I think what Michael Rudnan did there is a propos with this video from Ali Velshi, who makes a great example of how we should attack those who continue to lie to us all. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Uh, whoops, here we go. Jim Jordan comes on uh, to speak with Ali Velshi. And Ali Velshi had him for dinner talking about Obamacare and how bad Obamacare is and all the bad things that it has done to the insurance market. And Velshi reminded him, there is no country in the world where the free markets work in the healthcare industry. And we know it's absolute, it, it's, it's not rocket science to understand why. I want you to check, take, take a look at this and then we'll take it on the other side. 
We know Obamacare is a mess. Fewer choices, higher premiums, higher deductibles. It's a complete disaster. Right. So I, mean, I, I have to Let's stop you there, sir. I have to stop you there because down, I, hear, I, hear, I, hear this, I hear this talking point all the time. Under Obamacare, the premium increase has been lower. I heard you guys at your, at your press conference yesterday sort of mincing words with that one. We do have to acknowledge that. There were higher premiums before Obamacare. There are higher premiums during Obamacare, but the rate of increase has been slower. Ali, no one's arguing that health care was wonderful before, but what we've forgotten in America is what a healthcare market looks like. So think about what Obamacare did. More mandates, more taxes, more regulation, drive up the cost of insurance, mandate people buy it, and if they don't, they get penalized. What kind of deal is that? Okay. Let's actually bring so back affordable insurance for working class families. Where, where, there was never affordable insurance. And no. And I was just saying to Bill Crystal, nowhere on the face of the earth is there a free health insurance market that works. If you could point me to one and say what that a free market works, it's just one of those areas that a free market doesn't work. It will work much better than work than it's working now under complete government control of healthcare. for goodness sake. Do you think people are satisfied now? How about people in the individual market who went from paying single people, individual market went from paying 100, 200 bucks a month to paying five, six hundred right. dollars a month for a six thousand dollar you know, policy. You know, sir, that in all those countries, all the developed countries that have single payer systems or universal health care, happiness about health care is actually substantially greater than it is in the United States. Then why do they all come here? They don't come here. They don't all come here. You Republicans yes, say do. that they all the time. Sur- they don't they all come here. They, they don't come all here. come here. People in Canada, people in Norway, people in the United Kingdom, the people ones- in Sweden, people in Denmark, they don't all come to the United States for health care. Why do you say that? Well, because you see it all it's the time. People in Canada come here for, for extensive surgery. They come here and get it done in the United States. Sir, I, I grew up in Canada. Been... I live in Canada. My entire family's in Canada. Nobody I know ever came we... to the United States for health care. I'm sure you have a handful of stories about things of like course. that. It's not actually statistically true. How is it ever going to be possible for there to be a free market in healthcare when there isn't free choice and what do i mean by free choice when you get sick you don't get choices you have to go as quickly as possible to get the solution to your illness to prevent you from dying that means there is not an equal partnership there where free markets can work it is i mean it is clear it is impossible for free markets to work in healthcare and in industries where the, the goods that's being sold is critical for your existence, it's critical for your survival, it's critical for your financial well-being, etc. Those are the industries that belong outside of the free market system. It belongs in the commons because it is the commonality among us. It is society that can actually get those problems solved. It is society that can actually create the wherewithal for solutions. It's amazing how apropos that video is, I tell you, because it, it, it still makes a lot of sense. And when I saw that video again today, I kind of cringed because it was like, my God, there we go again. It, we are still there. And now that the Republicans have taken over the House, if we make a mistake and not have Americans educated as far as what is about to happen, if they get control where they can decide what to do. It will be a penalty we pay with our lives. I repeat, it would be a penalty. uh, Let me back up. It will be a penalty the the bottom 80% pays with their lives, right? And it, 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 it is this fight that we have to have to make sure that we 
get to our brothers and sisters that we cannot make that mistake where we put our well-being in jeopardy. Uh, Michael Rennes says, India at YouTube writes, I watch a variety of YouTubers. One American talked about how when she traveled to Spain for a university course, there obviously Spanish teachers sat down all the American students at the start of the term and said, Spain has universal health care. If you need a doctor, you go to the doctor. If you need to take a sick day, take a sick day. All the Americans kind of grumbled in agreement. No, I have to explain. It's to all every year. I have American students who come to class horrendously ill because they think it will cost them a fortune. If you're sick, even with a cold, go to the doctor. And the thing about it is, I have a, an, an extensive interview I did with Amer an American who moved to uh, Norway. I'm going to play that maybe tomorrow. Uh, from Norway, he moved from Norway to, uh, I'm sorry, moved from the United States to Norway, had his kids in Norway, etc. One of his kids got into an accident on a ski resort or something like that, was in a coma, had to come all the way back from a, some, like, you know, from the injury, brain injury. And it was all taken care of because it's a society, it's a humane society that cares about its own. It's a shame that the economic system that we have is predicated on evil. It is predicated on the fittest soul survive. It is predicated as you being expedient. That it is predicated on the average employee being acorn. Thank you for that one. That was a group, uh, Lee Grant. On, it, it, is, it is predicated on you being expedient. All right, let's see. Bruce says, social security payments varies dependent on what, you're pay, what you paid in. Uh, Bruce says, McChicken has lettuce and protein. I, I, and you know what? McChicken tastes pretty good. I like it. Can't eat gold. Thank you very much, Julie. You're right about that. You can't eat gold. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Welcome, our beautiful Melanie Keelan. Thank you for being here. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, paravet, paravet, paravet. Lee Grant says, thanks for the primer in Voodoo MMT. No, it's not Voodoo. It's backed by science. It's back backed by math. It's backed Stephanie Kelton. Thank you. Stephanie Kelton. I've been, tr I try to get her about three or four times. I could, I can get every other economist, including neoliberal economists. I got, uh, I got, um, you know, Richard, Richard Wolf. I got, uh, what's the name of the guy, the, the shark guy? Um, I got him on two interviews, actually. Um, but I can't get Stephanie for some reason. I hope she's not scared of me. But, you know, um, but I, you know, I get, get all, all, all the others, you know. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. Michael says venture capitalists are vulture capitalists. Most of them are, in fact, vulture capitalists. They, again, they manufacture... They, they, they succeed on taking somebody's invention and making a huge amount of money on somebody else's intellect. And that's why I said we do not need capitalism for innovation. That is a fallacy too many believe. We do not need capitalism for innovation. I am not against capitalism, if you want to call it capitalism. What I really believe in is free enterprise. If you want to call it capitalism, that's fine. But let's have it for pizza shops. Let's have it for things that we don't have to, that we can have choices. That's where you get real competition. All right, let's see, let's see. Egberto, mind putting this one on the screen? You sure making me put a lot on the screen today, brother, but you know I love you, so it goes on the screen. There we go. Gross national debt as of percentage of GDP. 
I don't know if you understand that graph completely, my brothers and sisters, but here's the deal. There is an ancillary graph to that done by Richard Wolf that shows the increase also in debt by individual Americans is what gave us a semblance of a good economy under Ronald Reagan and thereafter. Great piece. And I think I did that. Uh, look up on my website, Capitalism Hits the Fan. Look, just Capitalism Hits the Fan on my website and listen to what Richard Wolff had to say in, in that piece. Very important piece that he, um, that he put out. And again, he points out, pointed out with all the numbers. Bruce says, let's put water and air in your list. Yes, sir. You got it. Uh, what else have we got here? 13.5 billion years more or less, give and take. I'm not sure what that is. That is how long the sun's going to last, maybe. Uh, let's see what else we got before I go to the last video. But he says, Egberto Willis, Republicans put together a list of ready-to-go bills that would prove that they were serious about legislating. Now, a surprising amount of the GOP's own agenda can't pass because Republicans don't have the votes. Why would you vote to lose? <laughs> Tell me, why would you vote to lose, right? Which is what they would do, right? They would be voting to lose. All right, let's let's hurry and get the... Oh, wow, I barely have enough time for the last video. Let's get the last video and then we'll have to uh, end it there. Let's go ahead and play the last video. Imagine if we had journalists as proben doing their duty as did Ali Velshi and Stephanie Rule in this interview where a Trump spokesperson came on to bloviate about the economy. And Velshi immediately, because he was schooled, he was learned, he was prepared, he simply did not allow a Trump spokesman to come onto their network and lie, lie, and lie. It is important that journalists do this. Imagine if we had journalists doing this before Trump got elected, during Trump's presidency, and after Trump presidency. We won't, wouldn't have an America that is completely fooled by disinformation. Wouldn't even call it misinformation, but in this case, disinformation. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Joining us live now is Brad Thomas, who sits on Donald Trump for President Advisory Board that was formed last month. He's also the author of The Trump Factor, Unblocking the Secrets Behind the Trump Empire. This morning, the market's dropping on rumors that the president's economic advisor, Gary Cohn, could quit. Look, I'm, I'm not a market timer. I'm a value investor, and most people should be value investors, frankly. And so when I look at long term, look at the long term, the number one catalyst that nobody's going to talk about, especially your show and others like this, is the number one catalyst is the corporate tax. This is the market mover. You're talking to do financial journalists, right? Uh, I, I don't know if my, I didn't know you were going to bring this up, so I don't have the chart ready, but we always put it on. I can find it and I can tweet it out to you. This market started going up on March 9th, 2009. And if you have a ruler, it's a pretty much straight line from there to now. So there is nothing Donald Trump has done to cause the market to be where it is. Let me answer my question, because you guys keep peddling this myth that Donald Trump is responsible for this market. You, you are a market guy. You have seen the S&P 500 since March 9th, 2009, right? 
Absolutely. So do you give Barack Absolutely. Obama and, and credit let, for let, all of the stuff that happened from March 9, 2009 to January 20th, 2017? The number one driver of this Just answer stock the question, market. Brad. Answer the question, Brad. And what is the question? You, do, do you give Barack Obama the credit for all the stuff that happened from March 9, 2009 to January 20th, 2017? Because if you do that, He's not. then you realize it's not Donald Trump. Right now, the commander in chief is Donald J. Trump. And in terms of the market mover, what's going to actually move this market? And what we're seeing now is job creation. President Trump has created over a million jobs. Oh, my Brad, goodness. Brad, Brad, Brad stop. Brad. For heaven's sake, you know that in the last six months of 2016, there were more jobs created. In the first six months of 2016, in the last six months of 2015, first six months of 2015, last six months of 2000. I mean, I can just keep on going. Donald Trump's not even close to being the largest job creator in the first six months of his presidency. There are four recent presidents who do better than him. Why do you continue to say these things? The announcement this week on infrastructure, the cost-cutting measures that are now coming in place is going to stimulate this economy and create jobs, jobs for everybody, all races, everybody. And that's really what's important. And again, I think that's the most important part of this that, that again, the, main, the mainstream media really doesn't recognize. I've given you evidence that the job creation is not as good under President Trump as it was under President Obama, President Bush, President Clinton in the first six months of their office. I've given you evidence that stock market performance was better under President Obama, and this is a continuation. But you just deny it, and you go on to say other things. So let's talk about infrastructure, because I can go down this road with you as well. What exactly about infrastructure, of which we need a trillion dollars of investment, on which we are given a D-plus rating by the American Society of Civil Engineers, what about infrastructure requiring uh, public-private partnerships is helped by an executive order about permitting? That is just simplistic. You know that. There is no infrastructure bill. Look, it's just very complicated. And again, I know this is not your background, so it may be harder for you to understand. About, Brad? About, Brad? It is far more our background but, but, yeah. than it is yours. Brad, yeah, I no. spent 14 years uh, in investing. You can't just lie on TV, Brad. You can't just lie on TV. You actually, I, did, I don't know if your people told you who you were coming on TV with, but you can't lie about the economy to us. Hey, I mean, again, and I, I talk about it all I, you the should time. fire your press person, because if they didn't tell you that you were coming on TV with Velshi and Rule, who I think collectively, I don't want to give away Stephanie's age, but between the two of us, we've been doing this for about 50 years. Okay, so let's just, this is a, just a silly conversation to have with us. You can, should go to other people's media and say these things, but not to us. And we cover this every day in and out. Now, one again has to ask the question, why is it that other journalists rarely do this kind of a probing, this type of question asking, etc.? Is it because it will offend. It is. Is it because they do not want to have uh, uh, these people probably refuse to come on again because they know that the questioning would be probing because they know that uh, a lot of their bread is buttered by the corporations that these people are vying for? Don't know. But the fact of the matter is, it's great to see journalists like Ali Velshi doing what they're supposed to do. And that is so true. That is so, so, so true. Um, look, Ali Velshi did there. If we had, like I gave in the title of the show today, if we had an, or in the subtitle, if we had an army of our Ali Velshi journalists out there, we would have single pair by now. We would have a windfall profit tax on those that are using our economic system to gouge Americans. 
we would have control of the energy sector so that, that the commons which, from which the oil comes from belongs to us all. Just think about it. Thank you for having been here, AVQ. Love you, brother. Keep on coming. I will miss you until Monday. Tell your mother I say hi and uh, stay healthy, all that good stuff. Uh, but you know what, folks? We have to stick together and we have to make sure. We have to make sure that we spread the word. Let folks know about Politics Done Right and other organizations that are doing this kind of work to try their best to inform in a positive way and talk to folks from all stripes. Please, folks, go to politicsdoneright.com slash support to, sub to provide support for this program in whatever fashion, whatever manner you can, because we have a lot of work to do and we will do the work. We will do the work until tomorrow at noon at KPFT and three, all of these are central time. Check me out at noon tomorrow at KPFT, same channel, and at kpft.org or right here, or check me out at three again at politicsandright.com, oh, I'm sorry, politicsandright.tv or wherever you want to listen to us. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I am going to end this baby. I am what? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.